Hey, hey, welcome to Cashville, y'all. This is No Ties 1879, a podcast where two Fijian folks talk about their experiences growing up in a white Canadian suburb and raise awareness about the indentured labor system. My name is Angeline. And I am Ash. And before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional territory of the Tuasin and Musqueam First Nations and all of the Hun Kuminam speaking people who have been stewards of this land since time immemorial. I would also like to offer my respect to all the elders who have gone before us and to the elders and First Nation people who are with us today. I'd also like to say thank you for not running us, uh, running us off your land as you are totally entitled to do so. I would support that too. I'd help. Yeah, that would fucking help. Wouldn't be the worst thing, I Fuck guess, the right? Fuck crown, man. Fuck y'all. <laughs> you know what day it is. Well, two days after it is. And over a week for when they're listening to this. Hey, I'm still... <laughs> I will always be on that side of things. Yeah, of course. And I will always, that that same fire that everybody has like on the day of, like I always just have that all the time. When it comes to the colonialism, man, I, I will. Oh yeah, uh, homies that show up like yeah. on the day or like, cool, yeah. you, you feel like this today and that's terrific, Like, but this is if how a lot of us live any, our lives. Like, if you guys need a statue toppled over or whatever, holler at me, I'll be there. We have a very special guest in the basement studio today, guys. I call her the chocolate cookie baker extraordinaire and longtime family friend. Today we have Priscilla Deo in the house. Hi, everyone. It's nice to be here today. I'm really excited for this. You're so stiff. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, everyone. It's really nice to be here today. Chill out. It's just a conversation, right? I'm generally awkward. It's fine. I'm generally awkward. I'm yeah. pretty socially awkward, too, actually. Yeah. It actually, I feel like it took us a really long time to like get comfortable on the mic as well. Um, and even now, like there's a lot of like awkward pausing and stuff that happens. And then I'm just like, well, it's cool. I can just cut that out later, I guess. Okay, cool. So, so we the, can cut things out. The magic of editing. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay, good. Yeah, I just feel generally awkward. If I know we're cutting things out, then I'll just be more conversational. You can cut out anything that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you doing? Thanks so much for coming out. Doing pretty good. It's been like a pretty long week at work. I switched roles and I just like didn't realize how draining this one is. Mm -hmm. And I wake up super early for work now. So I'm just, just tired in general. But today's Saturday. It's all good. We're not working. Everything's fine. Sweet. And you had a workout and everything. Yeah. Did all of that. Cool. Well, we're stoked that you're here today um, to talk about some really important shit. Right before we get into it, we have... Uh, a current event that we really want to touch on because uh, your co-hosts of this podcast are extremely woke and there isn't a reason that we do an acknowledgement at the beginning of this podcast because we know where we are. We're not oblivious to that and we're respectful to it. Um, and so we just want to talk about uh, September 30th, which was our first official federal uh, national day for truth and reconciliation or, or orange shirt day as it is more commonly known previously. Um, and that was a thing and it happened and a lot of workplaces um, and other governmental agencies and organizations are adopting it, not just the federal government. And we're hoping that by next year, all provincial governments and municipal governments will adopted for so it can be a stat uh treated just like any other um and a stat that is used for 
what it's supposed to be used for, not just a paid fucking day off for you to go fuck around. White people should have to go to like a special course. Like you should be forced to go to your own fucking version of like a residential school. Like is what you should be able to. You know what? You, You should have to fucking be forced to go and fucking sit in a fucking classroom and I'm sure, like, you know, it won't be, like, how it was for them. You know, you're actually going to get coffee and shit, you fucking privileged fucks. Anyways, you should be, you should have to go to a fucking school where you actually are forced to learn about the shit that you, your ancestors did. Especially people who don't give a fuck. Because mm-hmm. I've recently encountered a lot of people who just don't care like they don't care yeah like they've been warned several times that they're like racist and their behavior is like not okay and they just still just don't give a fuck and it's just like right okay like this is so far from like i don't know what's beyond being indoctrinated what's a what's something like what's the next Mm -hmm. word up from that um i don't know but like you actually used a good word like a while ago like you you called it like the naturalization like you referred to to something as like naturalization right like um uh, what? When? like we've I don't, i'm not too sure it was a while ago but it was like you know we've like we've normalized and like naturalized racism yeah right and so it's just so indoctrined in us like it's kind of like they're all very um like mutually inclusive if you will like it's kind of hard it's to have one without the other it's gotta be a word that just is more extreme that just really punches it home it's I think like, it's just privilege like I think it's just white privilege I know but when I say that to people I swear like it just a smile comes across their face and they're like yeah and I'm just like you still don't get it do you like yeah I, I and think it's like bro like you need like you we need a word that like really punches home what a piece of shit you are by like using that white privilege, you know, like there has to be like an N word equivalent to this for you people. Like I just like, I mean, on the day of like, I encountered a lot of like people with disdain toward the September or September 30th. And I was like, what? Like that is extreme. Like you guys are, saying some really shitty things on a day like today mm-hmm. you know exactly what this day is and why and like you're just saying it to be a dick like there is no like I, I don't even know it's crazy it was crazy i saw a lot of people who are either really like you know wearing their orange shirts or a lot of people who are just like well they shouldn't have fucking let their land get taken from them like, and it was yeah. either one or the other. I never, it's so crazy. I don't know if it's just because of where I was at the time that day and shit like that. I don't know, but like, I'm telling you, man, you left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. I think like a lot of those people are everywhere, unfortunately. And it's, it uh, takes me back to, you know, when we talked about uh, first contact on APTN and how there was, uh, there's people on there who, even after their experience going to multiple First Nation reserves, they're still like, well, but look at all the good that we did. 
Like, look at, look at all the, like, the infrastructure and the technology and the blah, blah, blah. And, like, none of this would have happened without colonization. I'm like, cool, super cool. Like, you're just a lost cause. And, like, you know, like, you can go over there in that corner. And, like, that's a thing is, like, it's just, like, we've, we've, we've come to realize that there's a lot of those folks that we just need to let go. Like, they're a lost cause. Yeah. Like, bye forever and... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like there, then you start arguing the fact, okay, well, what are you trying to say? Like when you're saying that it just starts being like, okay. And not what you're saying. I mean, them, it's like, this is the mentality of North American capitalistic, like shit, right? Like this is why this is happening in the first place. Like, you could argue, oh yeah, look at all this infrastructure and like electricity. Like, did they fucking need that before you got here? No, they were doing just fine. Just like every other fucking population that you displace. Like they were doing just fine before you got there. You brought the disease, you brought the guns, you brought the alcohol, you brought your like greed, et cetera, et cetera. You brought all of that shit. Like, I'm sorry, but... Spaniard jackasses like lied to Montezuma, took his shit, like lied to him. Like we all know how that story goes. Like, like we all know how all these stories go. Like you brought the pain and suffering to indigenous populations all across the world that did not ever need you there in the fucking first place. They, who's to say they never would have like discovered all of these things on their own if they were just left to like do what they were doing. As I recall, like through just like from watching like TV shows, like they were like, some of these populations were more advanced in some ways. Right. And then, you know, people show up with their Spanish flu and everybody dies or whatever, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just like realizing that this is beyond, like, this is just so much more. It's like, people literally believe that they are more superior than other people. And that's just it. Like there is something in their brain, like some sort of mental disease that is being like, no, I'm just more superior. And that's just the way it is. And they just won't take anything yeah. else for an answer. And it's like a sickness to me. It actually is it's fucked, man. Yeah, that's that's supremacy, right? That's what we describe as, or that's what we call white supremacy. That's what it is. That's it in the flesh. Um, it seems more disgusting when you see it in in your face it's just I don't know yeah I think it's uh I think it's also just really unfortunate that our fearless leader um, <laughs> also sort of um you know made a terrible example which sort oh, of hell yeah. empowers all of these people that you're talking about to just continue fucking off yeah. Right? Yeah. Also, you've done a really good job of like getting me more fired up than normal about like <laughs> I would have been like fired up on my own. Everybody but, get like, mad. Everybody get yeah, mad about the fucking is inequality. The, this is the cause and effect that you have. Like now, like I'm like really a more upset about things. And for me, it's like empowering to be upset about them because like, you know, I will, you know, I'm not above like taking it to the streets you know what i'm saying we'll just leave it there but anyways yeah i mean well let's just be clear we are protesters we're not rioters yeah no no yeah yeah and like you know that's what people are gonna hear right people yeah. are gonna be like oh well you're that person I'm yeah, like, yeah no, no. I'm, I'm like yeah 
Did you guys? You should have kept your word, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> this is my thing about it. It's like on social media, leading up to it, like anytime there was anything to do with residential schools and the uncovering of mass graves, people had so much to say. Everyone's sharing their posts on oh Instagram. Oh my God, yeah. Sharing all the stuff. Yes. And then it's this fine line between like actually being an ally and virtue signalism. Because the day comes around. Yeah. September 30th comes around. And in that time frame, in the time being, did anyone actually do anything to educate themselves? Or were they just sharing some more things on Instagram? There was a lot of that. Did anyone pick up a book and read it? Did anyone take a course? Did anyone do literally yeah. anything to educate themselves in that time? Or are we still just like showing that we're an ally? Performative. Yeah. By sharing an Instagram story, you know? Yeah. Um, I do know of some educators who like took the day and I think they were actually provided like an opportunity for a resource to like take an online course that was actually um, created by uh, indigenous educators for non-indigenous educators to like implement in the workplace and also just like increase their sensitivity on the topic. Um, so I know of a few like educators in the school district system, obviously who did that, but here's the thing, here's the question that I have, because I just had a conversation um, in a diversity and inclusion focus group in my workplace this week. Yeah, hey, I had one too. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> What's that? I don't want to talk <laughs> about it, but <laughs> It seems like something useful that I don't know the rest of the world should have well, to do too. Here's the th okay, so this in is other workplaces and industries. Yeah, yeah. So this wink, is wink, nudge, nudge. So this is exactly what I'm trying to get at: is that who is it? Whose responsibility is it? to enforce or force this, you know what I mean? Because we all, we all go to school and we're fucking forced to go to school when we're kids or whatever the hell, right? And so now that we're adults and working and not in places where we're forced to be educated necessarily, like whose responsibility is it to educate adults and the world? Really, like when it's we think own. about it, it's our own. Yeah. So if someone doesn't want to do it, that's on them. Then, but exact, but but it is on them. You're correct. But then also, is it like on me because I have to like, and all of us because we have to continuously experience like racism and microaggressive racism and choose every day whether we want to open up that book to educate people and tell them no, right? Like that. That's the thing. That's the challenge. So you're right. Is that like yes? It is incumbent upon like every adult to figure out their own shit, right? We're fucking doing it. We know that we're all fucked up, and so we're going <laughs> to therapy and we're trying to fucking get help for all of our issues, right? Like we're fucking yeah. doing it, but like we're self aware individuals who like want to be better, do better, and want to like empower like our community as well. But there's definitely, like, you know, what's the, um, like, a huge tenet or pillar of capitalism yeah. is, like, every man for himself. It's just, it's oh, all yeah. it's all you. Totally. Right? And so, mm -hmm. like, uplifting the community and, like, doing better for the community and empowering others isn't, isn't a pillar of theirs. No, that's a no. communist ideal. At the same time, oh, it's like, I guess that's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, that's what they'd argue. Like, oh, okay. You yeah. Know, that's what all the conservatives that I encounter say. Oh, we're going to let, we can't let the commies win again. That's literally what all the old guy co uh, conservatives I know all say. They all call the liberals and the Democrats commies. And, like, it's just so. Because equality? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, okay. actually, yeah. Like, when it boils down to it, 
like when I, I'm not being very specific. I'm trying to be ambiguous here, Mm -hmm. but like when I encounter people like this on a daily basis and I hear the things they say and how they act, it's just like, and it's in my face and like, it's like, bro, you, why you, you see the color of my skin, right? Like, why are you telling me this right now? Like, why are you, do you think I'm going to go, yeah, those fucking Democrats, like, fuck them for trying to, like, help people. And, like, yeah. like I, like, was in treatment because of, of like, that sort of thing, right? right? Like, I don't know. Like, because of a commie fucking thing that they did. Thanks, commies, <laughs> for helping me get into free drug and alcohol treatment. Like, like I don't know. It's It's like you're watching a fucking clown do clown things man like they're just like holy shit like and you're gonna be dead soon so it's not even gonna fucking matter i don't know if you guys are the same way but like the second i see they could be like anyone i have like gone ahead and like deleted like long time friends off of social media because i'm like small for sure what are you saying like what the fuck goes on in your head and i just have no patience or energy for it anymore and just nope gone like i just can't I just don't yeah. want to be associated with it anymore. Yeah. Associated and then also like people don't realize that shit like like seeing shit like, you know, like supporting the rhetoric of Trump and yeah. like just certain things are like traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that like it doesn't have to be a full on fucking like explicit photo of someone's guts on the fucking floor or whatever, right? Like it can be um, as something as like seemingly simple as um, a class photo from a residential school to like re-traumatize oh, someone, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And so it's yeah. like people don't fucking get it. And then they just like, you know, they do the performative stuff like you said. And you like, and the thing is, is like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, we posted some resources, right? Because we just wanted to mm-hmm. um, help guide people mm-hmm. in the, like we, we just wanted to show people what it is that we're doing, right? Because yeah, we're doing stuff, but like we didn't, we don't need to. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and it's really important that you do this and you do that, and like blah blah blah, and like my heart is so this, I'm so sad, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, but the thing uh, is, the people <laughs> who are good people, and we do the work, and we use the resources that we're sharing, mm-hmm. we don't have that necessary feeling to prove ourselves constantly. Yeah, like that yeah, could be it. Like yeah. the 30th was the first time I posted anything about the residential schools because, and like I offered, like I shared some resources because yeah. at the same time, like I know that I use those resources. I know I educate yes. myself yeah. and like consistently, it's a constant yeah. education. Yeah. Like I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly sharing resources and using those resources, yeah. you know, like, but I'm not trying to prove it to anyone at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Exactly. I'm doing it for my own benefit. And at this point, people do look to us to, like provide those resources. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'll fucking sit here and educate you like all day, all night. But like if people like want to go do something first, like read So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Alohu and then like talk about it. That's Great. cool. Do you want to borrow like, the book? I'll lend it to yeah, you. Yeah, but I'm not going to fucking like sit here and explain the whole mm-hmm. fucking book to you, right? Like there's yeah. a difference and we really try to like impress upon that difference, right? So I was very specific the other day when I said like we are not the best people to educate on this subject because we're not indigenous. Like, I don't fucking know like how it feels. I can't like, I can sympathize as much as I want, but like those were not my ancestors. Mm -hmm. I, 
stand with our indigenous brothers and sisters here right now. And I'm going to continue to like work with them. Um, like I was at the March on, I was at the March a couple days ago um, with TFN and that was really cool. And it, like the group was really, really big and that was nice to see. And it was like everyone from Ladner to Watson. Uh, there was one other black person there that I saw um, and him and his wife had these cute biracial kids and I was like, <laughs> their daughter had these like amazing braids and I was just like, cool. But like, that was, you know, like when it comes to like us being like represented at that place, like they're like, you know, like we're in the community that we are. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, obviously I'm going to show up in the best way that I can. And all those people did. And you know, they were available to that day. The other thing that I want to touch on is that like not everyone was able to do something that day. Right. And so I really wanted to recognize like our privilege in having that day off and being able to recognize that day for what it was. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I had the flexibility to be able to not work at that time so I could attend this March. And I think that's another level of this that a lot of people don't understand is that like not a lot of people have stats who are the people who have stats? Government folks. Like lots of government folks, lots of workplaces where- Probably unions maybe, I don't know. Yeah, like, and like it depends, right? But the, we think about the jobs who probably don't, right? Like service industry people, mm-hmm. right? Like retail, like things like that. And who are the people who work those jobs, guys? Yeah. Right? So we have to think about all of these things. And I feel like a lot of people don't. And mm-hmm. I really dive in deep, guys. It's really important for me to do that. So- just continue your education, y'all. Like we say, like, just get on the APTM. It's free. It's free, guys. Before you reach out about something, watch a documentary, read a book. It's free. Yeah, it's super easy. It's so easy. Watch Jeez. a TED Talk. Yeah, fucking watch a fucking <laughs> TED Talk. Straight up. Okay, I really want to talk about you now because we had our little rant and I think it was terrific. <laughs> it was great. I we could it. talk all day. We could, right now. honestly. We, we, probably, could. we probably could. We probably will. Yeah, we should probably come out with an episode about that soon. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody listening who might have something to offer on this topic, give us a shout. Yeah. So tell us who you are and where you're from. Because obviously we know, but everyone out there doesn't know, and we want to know about you. Right. So, yeah, we introduced me. I'm Priscilla. I've known you guys for basically my entire life. Yeah. I don't think I have, like, an early childhood memory that you guys aren't a part of. Yeah. That's the thing. We all grew up together in Ladner. Yeah. And I know I know when we were, like, really, really young, we lived in different houses, but, like, when we were, like, five or six, we lived, like, within walking distance of each yeah, other. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, most of our, like, child and teenage, our, our entire child yeah. and teenage lives, like, we lived. Walking distance like, from each other. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And then, yeah, I moved away for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, far, far away, fully far, far away. Where'd you go? Um, first, I went to PEI, and I was there for... I don't know, almost a year for school. Came back. I was back for a couple of years in Ladner, deep in Ladner, worked at the Starbucks, <laughs> like fully immersed myself in Ladner. Yeah, um, yeah, you did. I did. I'm a big fan. And then you worked at the Tawasan one too. Yeah, yeah, and the Tawasan one and the Ferry Terminal Starbucks. Holy so. shit, I didn't know that. Just all of them. 
And then, like, I don't know. Starbucks is, like, the central hub of Ladner. It really it is. It really is. It really is the heartbeat. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I knew everyone and everybody and all their problems and all their gossip. It was a good time. It was yeah. great. Even though yeah. I had my yeah, I felt, thing there. I felt very part of the community when I worked there. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I yeah, I can get that. I get yeah. that for sure. And then, yeah, I moved out to Newfoundland, and I was there for... I feel like it was like four years. I was there for like a really yeah, long time. Yeah, I was there for like a really long like time. A really long time. I never thought, I never anticipated it being that long, but it just ended up being that long. And then, yeah, I got offered a job back in Tawasin as a pastry chef at the golf course and was like, bow, bow, bow. all right, maybe, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to move back. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> here and we, we, are. we went there. We went there on your last day there. Yes. And we had so many treats and they were all delicious. And then we had to bring some home, and then I ate them, like, sitting right here while we were recording. I was eating them. (laughs) We've come full circle. (laughs) So what was growing up for you, like, here? I think, like, we had similar experiences, but I just, for for those of you listening who can't see Priscilla right now... (laughs) We, we, cause we call you guys like the other Fijian family in Ladner, right? Which is like, I mean, there was a couple other ones, but like, like you guys are the, like we're one, you guys are one and there's like four, right? So that was it. So you guys were the other Fijian family. Um, you're also lighter skin toned. Yes. Yes. And so I know for the kids that we went to school with, that certainly caused confusion because they were like, how are you guys both Fijian? Yeah. But I mean, a lot of the time, people just thought I was East Indian. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or like First Nations. I got that a lot too. What? Yeah. Random. And I was like, what? Can you? Can we not? Yeah, I got that a lot too. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't see that. <laughs> right? at all. Yeah, me neither. Not but. even close. Oh yeah. God! I think it was also confusing for people because your last name is not like a typical brown or Indian, yeah. or like ethnic in that way name. Yeah, and so I think that was really confusing. Do you know the origin of your last name? Honestly, no. Should I? Probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> like I'm sure it's a pretty common Fijian last name. Mm-hmm. It must be. I think, and like we could look it up at some point, but like I think that it is, you know, like in like Goa, like the Anglo Indians who have like, you know, like the Pintos and Mm -hmm. the D'Souza's. I think it's something to do with that. I think. It could be. But then I have no idea how that would have gotten to Fiji. I mean, I'll ask my dad later. Yeah. I'm seeing him later. You today, should, so yeah. Ask I'll him. Ask him. So ask he has Bridge. To share. We need to know. <laughs> you, you probably see him more than I do, so you ask him. <laughs> uh, we need to know. So yeah. So what? How would you describe like growing up here in town? Like being who you are, looking the way that you do in a town that looks the way that it does. You and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and how like elementary school. I feel like it wasn't really a thing. Like I don't really remember experiencing a lot of racism. Elementary school, mm-hmm. but high school definitely. Yeah, I, I, you and I talked about this in grade seven for our graduation. We wore our suits we to graduation. Totally did, totally <laughs> we, motherfucking did. And I yeah. was thinking about that today for some reason while I was driving, probably because you were coming over. And I thought about how, like, for grad, I also wore a linga. Yeah, yeah. Like we really embraced it. But yeah. then I know going into high school, it definitely became more prominent. Yeah. 
for some reason, like, that's when we started to be excluded for our race. Yeah. So I started experiencing it, like, probably earlier than that. Because um, we also went to the same elementary school. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did we go to that elementary school? Like, it was so out of the way. I mean, we went for a specific reason. Because we used to live really you close You guys by. used to live really close. I think but we, then we went because you lived yeah, there. Yeah, right? It's like, we all got to stick together. Yeah. We needed <laughs> because, to be Because the two other families also mm-hmm. did, right? Like, it was yeah. a whole thing. So yeah. we all had to stick together because we knew. Anyway. <laughs> Do you think things would have been different if I had, like, gone to Porky Sean or Lander Elementary? Probably not. I don't know. Our family like, still would have been joined close, at the right? yeah, we, we had <laughs> we actually had a family friend who they moved here like later and he went to Ladnerell, yeah. I think, for a couple of years. And it wasn't good. Oh really? Yeah, it was not good. But Ladnerell was supposed to be like all about the indigenous. Like they had yeah. like I think that they had some like pretty uh, specific and mandatory, maybe not, maybe mandatory is not the right word, but indigenous education implemented in their like day-to-day curriculum. Um, but it wasn't like, it was not good. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Like he describes his experiences there. It's like not very good at all. And his mom was very like, she was very vocal. She was very active. Like, she was very much so, like, if something came up, she was going to fucking deal with it. Mm -hmm. And, like, it seemed like all the time there was a fucking issue. All the time. Yeah. And he he was also by himself, unfortunately. Like, there was no one. He's dark-skinned like us, and there was no one that resembled him. He didn't have the allies like we did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was shitty. But, yeah, I think it. if you did do that, I think it would have been shitty. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, high school, we had... We were all like the Margaret dance team. Yeah. And we would do things like the Diwali festival and yeah. stuff like that. And I feel like from like grade eight to 10, I was very still prominent in like the Indian community. Yeah. And then the more I got judged for it, the more I just stopped. Mm. In all honesty. Because like grade 10 mm, onwards, I wasn't that involved. Yeah. Like with dance and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped dancing. I think I would like help with the Diwali festival every so often, but it I wasn't like. You know what? I think I remember that. I think yeah. like because what's her name would be like, yo, we need help, we need bodies, and then like you would come out and like help out with like the event stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I stopped being involved. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, I ended up just moving to places where <laughs> <laughs> it was so much better. Can you think of like a specific like experience? From from high school, that was like, uh, okay, cool. Like, I'm clearly, like, everyone clearly thinks that I'm different. Like, whether it was, like, racism or microaggression. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, my middle name's Prithika, which is... Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) Fijian last name. That's lovely. It's a Hindi last name. Mm -hmm. And people couldn't say it properly, so they translated it to birth defect. (gasps) What? Yeah. And I think that's probably when I stopped being so prominent. In the Indian community. And that's when I finally was just like, fuck this. What do you mean? Like, yeah, I I don't understand this right now. What do you mean they translated it back to birth defect? Like they couldn't pronounce Pritika. So they just said birth defect? Yeah. These are a bunch of brown people. No, 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 it was the white people at school. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can think of, I'm looking at, I can see their faces oh, in yeah. my head right you now. Totally I, I know exactly who it is. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> and like, I remember we used to do like samosa sales at school and like 
people would prank call the house and like put on fake accents and try to order samosas. Oh, <gasps> uh, yeah. Yeah. When like we were really just like doing samosa sales for school to help fundraise for the dance team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, God. things like that. And I was just like, well, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like when you're like, what are you supposed to do, right? Like yeah. they're everywhere. The white people were mm-hmm. everywhere. They really set the tone for whether you were cool or not, accepted or not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bunch of punk asses. I remember mm-hmm. this girl who, like we both know, she's in our year, and she full on straight up on MSN, y'all. On MSN one, <laughs> one, one night. Day. Yeah. She fucking, for no reason, like seriously, like unprovoked, was like, just started going off about how like we're poor and she's like, you always just smell like weed. Like you, you and your family, you all sell drugs and you just smell like weed and you're poor. That's why you live like in the basement. And I was like, well, home girl, first of all, like, yeah, we're poor. Okay. We fucking live in the basement because we poor. Thanks so much. Um, also, my parents just have regular honest jobs. So we're just like, literally normal people. Yeah. So we don't do that. And like, what the fuck? Like, and she was she was just going off and she was just like, Yeah, like people don't like you because you like smell like drugs all the time and you are poor. Cool. And I don't, I seriously <laughs> have no idea why. She, she even got into wow. it. It was the strangest. And then like, you know, silly me at the time because again, they set the tone for what it was and what it wasn't. We had a class together and she ended up sitting behind me. And then she was like, hey, I just wanted to like say, I'm sorry for all that stuff that I said. And I was like, yeah, that's okay. Like, just don't do it again. But like, sorry, and then we cut it. and yeah, for sure. Well, now, now we know exactly. Sorry, cut it. But then, like, I just proceeded to like talk yeah. to her for the entire year and like do all of her Spanish for her. Cool. So wow, look into the mind of Anne. Really needed acceptance. I was so insecure. Chameleon anyway, shit. same, same. <laughs> I fully just stopped identifying with being Indian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Because it. I got bullied a couple times. Cool. If that happened now, I would just. Mm-hmm. Was there ever any talk at home about like Fiji or like Girmit or anything? I mean, Fiji, obviously, because yeah. like my grandparents would be here for periods of time. We would yeah. go a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Um, I definitely got to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, not really. I mean, my parents were, my parents were traditional. Like we still do puja at home. Like we. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like we have Hindi food, like Indian food, like, you know. They watch ATN religiously. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Pay extra for that subscription. Yeah. Fuck. Like, you know, and it's fine. Now I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is cool. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember Hindi class? Oh, I remember Hindi class. <laughs> I remember prizes. We, I remember we, have, we get prizes Oh, for my tests. God, right? Yeah, that was we cool. We have prizes, but... like, just, like, a big bag of chocolate and candy. <laughs> I feel like we would just, like, attend so we could hang out afterwards. And, like, play. We attended because we had to. Yeah, I I got the shit kicked out of me if I didn't, so. Zero (laughs) interest in, honestly, zero interest in, like, any of it. I remember, like, two lines of the alphabet, and that's really it. (laughs) The end. That's it. Yeah. I don't remember any of it. Whatsoever. Yeah, I just remember being traumatized I was going to say, (laughs) thinking about it is a traumatizing experience, right? Like... Like, your dad had, like, the best intentions at heart, but, like... 
They weren't meant to be teaching children. No, none of those men were. No, no. especially when you went to a school where corporal punishment was like a fucking thing. That's the thing. Like they like, were teaching us like they learned. Yeah. Yeah. Which included like, literally- like, you know, getting yelled at at class and then at home by your parents. It was just the stupidest thing I ever had to deal I with. I remember like everyone getting called out and like, like some of the... Some of the participants, <laughs> I don't want to say exactly who, but like some of the participants are getting like crying in like there, like while we were there. And then it's just like so awkward. And then we're like, okay. But like, then it's also so normal. Like no one did anything about the crying. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what do you do when they're Holy just shit, like, you're yeah. right. It's like. We would just cry and they would just let us. Yeah. <laughs> Big self-soothing time. <laughs> It, remember God, what they so used to bad. say? You know that Russell Peters joke, right? Like, you don't realize, you guys, that he's telling the truth when he says, yeah, my dad said, go ahead, call the cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, that's, that's the kind of environment it was. They like, did not fucking no, care. Yeah. He's, Russell Peters is telling the truth, and this was the same for us. The reason why they let us cry is because if we did anything about it, they would fucking beat the, like, yeah. the shit out of all of us. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> we grew up with, like, getting hurt all the time I on remember, a regular basis. Yeah. Like, like, you like, hear that emotionally, you hear too. the kitchen spoon drawer. Oh, my God. You knew. <laughs> it's like, fuck, right? And it's also, like, like... Like, we never... I mean, at least, for, at least for me, like, I never ran, right? Like, you don't run. Like, you just, like... You just brace yourself and accept it, right? It's about to happen. Um, I remember there was also this huge feeling of like this insecurity or like this need to do extremely well. Because mm-hmm. uh, we got prizes. Not well. <laughs> here's the thing. I think we you mean got, in the class. Yeah, doing because well we in got because we got. I think we got prizes because I was arguably the worst in that class, but I got stuff anyways, which was nice because. Because our moms did the prizes. Because at the end of the day, it was like, hey, you showed up or whatever, right? But, like, I remember for the rest of the participants, it was extremely important that they did very, very, very well. Like, didn't get anything wrong. And if they did, it was, like, a huge, like, oh, my God, like, I'm not good enough or, like, I'm going to be in trouble or whatever. Like, it was really, really, really bad. And I was like, you know, now when we think about it, we're like, well, that's so fucked up. You know, like, why did we feel like that? Like, the learning for me is already so hard. That's the thing. Like, even like normal school, we had that pressure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. From yeah. them. They mm-hmm. just weren't teaching it. They didn't know a goddamn thing about any of it. No, but like, we, we had we to had do to. well. Yeah. Like, if that report card came back and there was anything less than a B on it. Yeah. Except for PE. PE didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> PE was the only thing that needed to count for me. That's what saved me. Every I almost time. failed so many times. <laughs> um, I remember. I remember actually when we like got a report card uh, at Delta Manor, and um, we all came out. And your dad was picking us up that day, and he asked to look at my report card, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then I gave it to him, and he and he looked at it, and then handed it back, and was like, "Keep trying." <laughs> Yeah, at least you got to keep trying. If that was mine, imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. So I was like, oh, no. I was like, I'm a dummy. But 
I'm a really athletic dummy. So So you got that going for you. Yeah. Well, that was all I had, right? That was all I had. So messages to our younger selves. If they ever say anything like that, just say, all right, fine. You don't get any money when I'm older. Yeah. I keep trying. All right. You don't get any money. You're fucking going to die broke. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. It definitely got worse when I moved away. For some reason, I felt like moving away would help me, like, escape it. Yeah. So tell me about that because you made the choice to move away. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Just to go to school initially? Or, like, what do you think? I just need to change. Because you, like, full on, like, on the other side of the country. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, Calgary or whatever. Like, you left. Yeah. I mean, like, I have my own personal reasons, but I also just, like, need to change. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, was it any better there? Probably not. Damn. I remember one time I was, like, walking down the street in town with my, one of my friends there, and she was like, does it ever just bug you that people just, like, openly stare at you? <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I'm so used to it at this right? point. Like, yeah, I've had guys, like, call me exotic. I've had guys be like, oh, I really like tan girls. And I'm like, cool, I guess we're so lucky it's summer. Wow. Um, I like used to work in the mall when I lived in Newfoundland. And I remember one time people stopped me in the mall to talk about me, not to me, just about me and like the color of my skin. And I mean, like, granted, they were saying it was beautiful, but still, it was really awkward. Yeah, for sure. I soak that shit up sometimes. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, please tell me how handsome I look right now. Hold on, let me yeah pose for you yeah. while you it was just awkward that they stopped to talk <laughs> about me not to me about it yeah well the thing is is like there's a difference between like like appreciating mm-hmm. and like just straight up fetishizing <laughs> but I'm that was also it. like the number of guys who like tried to hang out with me to get their brown card their brown card wow yeah so like did it get better no jesus fuck but i definitely weird. embraced it more because I was everyone's only Indian friend, so, like, definitely embraced it more. My friends are super, like, interested in learning about the culture and food and stuff like that, so. That's cool. That's nice yeah. when, like, people can, like, be interested in it and, like, want Without to being weird, yeah. And want you to share. Yeah. yeah for sure. Okay. I'm just trying to think of your mall experience and seeing how awkward that must have been. I was just, like, on my lunch break. I was just going <laughs> to get a coffee, like. Can you leave me alone, lady? I just wanted to get some coffee. Didn't want you to look at my skin. Uh, I can relate to that. Yeah. Um. So you have an expertise in well pastry chefing. I know I said chefing, but it's fine. <laughs> you have an expertise in pastry chefing, but just food in general, really. I know ever since I can remember, you've been baking for sure. Um. I remember in grade eight we had to make like a guild because we were doing something about. I want to say medieval, but yeah, I remember that. Not, maybe that's not the right word, but but we had to like make a guild, and like you made a guild that f- like full on had like you made like things out of like salt dough and like put them on the guild, and because you were your it was a baker's guild. Oh yeah, I right? do remember that. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that was fucking cool. So like I remember you baking from like forever ago, um, and so now you are a professional pastry chef. Is that correct? Is that head? Yeah, that's correct. Or like, yeah, yeah, you're a professional pastry chef and have lots of knowledge in food in general. And you raised an interesting point to me that I did not consider that 
Indian food here in Vancouver in, or in Western culture in general has become so colonized and is so um, chopped and screwed to a point where, you know, it's losing its authenticity, but people also don't really understand the 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 nuances i guess of all of the things that we use each each item has a purpose right and i guess even for myself i didn't necessarily understand that or it like it just didn't register just because it's been our life like our entire lives but now that i think about it i'm just like oh my god like each thing has its own purpose right like we think about um like how do the like how do these purposes like color right and like each thing has its own thing, not necessarily just taste. So like, tell me about you, I don't know, like identifying that or discovering that like people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it came from like, when I started getting more interested in fitness and just like meal prepping and eating sure. food that like fueled you. Mm-hmm. And I, for some reason I had this association that Indian food's unhealthy and for the longest time, like, I wouldn't eat curries, I wouldn't eat rice, I wouldn't eat roti. And then it kind of just, like, clued in one day. I was like, wait, though. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it unhealthy? Right. Because, like, we grew up eating this. Our parents still eat it. Yeah. You know? But, like, there's this misconception that it's bad for you. Right. But then I started looking more into it, and it's like, but some of it, like, ghee. Ghee is so huge for, like, keto diets. And people associate that with being healthy. So why is Indian food bad? And then, like, oh, my God, this is my favorite one. Okay. The moon milk. Okay. The moon milk or, like, the golden milk lattes that you can get. And I'm like, no, that's hardy, dude. Like, my mom used to feed me that when I was a kid. Okay, so I didn't know that. Who the fuck calls it moon milk? Oh, my gosh. Go to, like, any cafe. Yeah, what the hell is this? Go to any cafe. You can order like a moon milk latte, a turmeric latte, a golden latte. And it's straight up just like turmeric and like chai spices steamed <laughs> into milk. And oh I'm like, listen, I would have like an upset stomach. My mom would feed me that. It's called sod. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like we'd have flus and my mom would feed me that. And I would be yeah. like this induces vomiting. <laughs> Why are you giving me this? Yeah. You know, but like. Yeah. That's been a thing forever. But now it's trendy. So it's cool. When a white person told me about ghee, like, they were like, oh, like, have you ever had ghee? Like, no. I'm like, how the fuck do you know about ghee? Like, everything is just becoming so fucking popular. Because ghee is better for you than butter. And, like, it's cool to have ghee. But I'm like, okay, so then why is Indian food bad? If you can drink your moon milk latte, you can have ghee instead of (laughs) butter because you're on keto. You put that in your coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, me eating my, like... Kadupuri's bad, you know? Yeah. So, like, here's the other thing is that I'm, there's this, like, misconception of, like, the food being, like, unhealthy and, you know, we'll get more into that because I mm-hmm. think all this information is really, really useful. There's also, like, the the aspect of it, like, being, like, colonized. And when I what I mean when I say that is, like, you know, when we used to go to school in, like, elementary school or whatever, and if we brought, like, some sort of, like, roti, tarkari, some sort of curry or whatever to lunch, it was like, oh, my God, ew, what's that? It looks gross. But, like, uh, it our moms smells, would. What, they like, would give us, like, bhaji roti rolled up like a little burrito. Yes, exactly, right? And then you get in shit for it, like, 
people are like, oh, why the fuck this or that, right? Okay, now it's cool to you though. Now it's fucking cool. Now it's okay because you said it's okay and oh. now you want to eat it. So now it's okay. Now you can okay. go to East on East and get a roti burrito. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Don't get started on East. I was just talking about that it's place the other day. Bea likes it. I like it's East good. Disease. It's good, but I'm also like, oh, so now it's cool? When well, I had yes, it for lunch, yeah. East is yeah. East has been, which location are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's not location specific. No, it kind of is. It kind of is. Because one's newer than the other one. And the one on Main Street. Are we talking about the food truck? No, we're talking about the one where you go in and the belly dancers are there in the live band and shit like that. Hmm. That place is good because it's been at that location. So here's the thing. That location is on Main Street. And Main Street is a hub for fucking what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm a white fucking hipster who wears a toque in the middle of summer. It looks like a lumberjack and can't cut wood for shit. <laughs> right, but yes. um, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I have now created like this fusion restaurant and it's, you know, X food with a North American spin on it. You know, you have fucking general public where you can get a yam sushi roll. Like what yam? Fr- what the fuck? I don't want a sushi roll with yam fries in it, with yam fries dumped on top, with fucking yam sauce. What? Like, it's the grossest. fuck? Oh, is that? It, oh, what's this. a sushi restaurant called that has that? General Public. That is, place. Is, did they change the name for that? I don't know. No, the, place, the eatery. You're talking about the eatery. No, no, that place sucks too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that place sucks too. <laughs> like, that place sucks, you know? Like, I, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, um, that place is for real. East is East is authentic. It's more legit. It's more right? legit. They, as opposed yeah. to like roti burritos. Yeah, yeah. I think they've gotten more. They still have those though. There? Roti burritos. Yeah. That's still a thing. Like that, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. The, the, yeah. It's called a roti wrap. Sorry. <laughs> I'm calling wrap. it a burrito. <laughs> Okay, so it's called so, a roti wrap. Okay, so yeah. as long as, like, the food is still, like, if it's authentic and, like, I, I definitely don't agree with, like, the co-opting of, like, names, right? So if they called mm-hmm. it a fucking burrito, I'd be, like, fuck yeah. right off, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we call it that in the house when I say, like, Dad, do you want me to make you a burrito for lunch or whatever, right? But we know what we're talking about. But don't put that shit out there in the world on a menu <laughs> yeah. because yeah. then they'll fucking call it that. And it's, don't fucking yeah. do that. You I know don't I mean? understand that either because the thing about that restaurant and why I've given it a stamp of approval is because it follows the rule of thumb. Are there brown people working here? Okay, cool. They're out front. Are there brown people in the back? Are they cooking the food? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're good. All right. The check mark. All right. Like it's gotten a stamp of approval, right? Yeah. And then you kind of look around a bit and you're like, all right, this is legit, right? Yeah. (laughs) So like I I know, I see what you're saying though, because it does like the authenticity is very important Mm -hmm. and the, the, the authenticity is important because when we start chopping, screwing it, it starts to sort of water it down to a point where maybe it does become unhealthy because the addition of things or the removal of things has made it like not what it is. But that's exactly it. Like if you think about like the things that we associate with Indian food nowadays, Butter chicken. Butter chicken, pakora, samosa. Yeah. You know, it's all things that are considered to be unhealthy. Yeah. But like in reality, do we eat that stuff every day? No. No. Absolutely not. Like maybe like special holidays like Diwali, we end up having like more fried things. Oh yeah, tons. And like tons tons. tons of mitai and like booty. We only ever have booty on like Diwali or pujas or weddings. Yeah. I mean, 
we eat it more frequently in this house yeah. more. Just I know. Mom wants to. Yeah, yeah. Saying, I we know. have We had last <laughs> I know. My mom too. We have yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, it's our holidays, right? Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. everyone like loads up for the holidays. You got like turkey and this and that and like sweets and cakes and whatever, right? So like, that's what it's like for us. And yeah. like, people think that that's unhealthy. And I'm like, well, you fucking do it at a different time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, remember last week? Because we literally had pakora and I was just like, oh, all I've eaten is this today. And you were like, well, it's not a big fucking deal because pakora is, it's, it's the felodis are, lentils. it's chickpeas, isn't it? Yeah, it's it lentils is. Lentils yeah. it's just a bunch of like iron and it's protein. so and good. Vegetables. Yeah, and yeah. then it's, it's fried, sure, but like it's all good stuff. Yeah. And so. What is it fried in too? What does mom fry that stuff in? Just oil. Just in thail, yeah. 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 Yeah, kind of thale, though? probably just canola. Uh, yeah, because that's the you, you kind of the, they go you kind of like, need to have yeah. that one for for that the Indian of, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go to the store, like the Indian store, and they buy the whole like the, ten the gallon. Ten gallon. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't know. If, <laughs> yeah, I, and you I bought just your didn't like. Know. You got if, your Thale Hundy upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know if, like, we've upgraded to different types of oils. I think it just doesn't fry. It's the best for frying. Best for frying. Yeah, okay. I think that's yeah. what mom said to you. It just doesn't, like, the other stuff just doesn't work. Like, yeah. not even, um... It's all about, like, smoke point. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I, I'm saying that. Like, I'm saying that. Like I'm like yeah. Like I fucking know. I don't fucking know. She would know. So She's would know the food expert. She's the foodie. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about. I would love to get into like some specific spices and like mm-hmm. what they're good for or their what their purpose is and stuff like that. Um, where do you want to start? Well, I mean, like essentially, the reason why Indian food has so many spices in it is because, like, going back in history, it was so hot in India. Hmm. And, like, if we don't have ways to keep our food cool, like fridges and such, they have to think of another way to preserve things, and that was done through spices because people forget that spices also help preserve things. Mm. Like pickling. like a natural Pickling we're doing with, like, spices and salt and stuff is the same thing. Mm. Like, they were using the spices to help keep things good for longer. Right. Okay. Yeah. Similar to salt and fish. Yeah, like salting fish and curing things and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Kind of the same idea. Okay. We were just, like... Helping the longevity of our food. Cool. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, that reminds me that like like mom and I have actually said, especially mom, because mom grew up in Reiki Reiki in the village, right? Yeah. Like full on gal. And she talks about how they didn't have, they didn't have fucking have fridges. They yeah. only just got them, but they didn't have that. So they just had to like soldier it, figure it out, right? Like every meal had to be cooked and then like eaten because there wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. Like it was hot as fuck. What are they going to do? We're not keeping things for a week here. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm. That's why we still leave, like, we still, like, leave the lamb, like, on the stove overnight well, and stuff. that's the thing, and it's fine, And it's fine, fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Why do fucking, why do you be like, yo, put that shit away, it's not food safe. I'm like, listen, I've been a food safe, all that shit is a lie, okay? Yeah, because your, <laughs> your buttered pasta noodles have whoa, nothing whoa, in there to preserve it. Okay, first of all, it's not, it's not all a lie. It's not all a lie, but don't I remember sitting there. Yeah, don't start it's eating raw chicken. I just remember sitting there and being like, Mm. It isn't a lie. As someone who gives <laughs> themselves food poisoning a lot, <laughs> it is not a lie. It I can promise you that. The number of times I like, I was one specific chef friend, and the number of times I texted him being like, can I eat this rice? I've been here for four days. Or like, is this still good? And he's like, the fuck if I know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. eat it. Totally. Totally. You know? But yeah, I've given myself food poisoning enough to know. And like myself, specifically me. If I'm looking for other people, it's fine. <laughs> it's just really dumb when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing, but like, what yeah. about like, um, like what about some of the like other like non-spice ingredients? Mm. 
Are we thinking about things like turmeric? Yeah, I guess. Because, I mean, I guess we talk about, like, turmeric, like, I know, I guess it's classed as, like, a spice or, like, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's not spicy. It's no. not a, it's not for flavor. No, it's more so, like, an anti-inflammatory. It's, like, I have arthritis and, like, mm-hmm. I take turmeric pills. Yeah. But, like, it's also in so much Indian food because it is an anti-inflammatory and it's got all these antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Same with things like ginger. Ginger is such a good, like, soothing thing for your stomach. Right. And there's things like, like, what other common spices do we use a lot? Hing. Do you guys remember, like, having hing when we were younger? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I remember, like, having a conversation about hing with mom and being like, what the fuck is hang and she's like because she only put like the little tiny bit goes in and it comes in this like little yellow and blue container bottle and like what the fuck is this don't touch it otherwise uh, yeah whatever is you're you're gonna be stained well that's hardy hardy is more staining i think is is, is, or or, sorry is i thought it was always like really staining Hing. Hing I mean, might be. most things are very, I would say yeah. any of these things on this list are going to be very staining for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember mom saying like, oh, it's like, so your like stomach doesn't get upset. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Didn't think yeah. about it. But like, like what a perfect thing to put inside something that has a lot of spices and stuff in it for people who have weak ass stomachs. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And each thing has like a, like it, it has its purpose or rather, um. This is funny. When I moved out, I would like call and be like, what's this in English again? Because I don't know what it is. So yeah. hing in English is a- asafortida. Asafortida? Honestly, I Asafortida? cannot say it. It's something, like, it's something like that. Yeah, but it's not a common spice. Right. It's not common no. at all, but it would be extremely, I mean, I'm sure it's going to get co-opted soon, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. But like, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like if you think of like the Western community and we think about like... Yeah, we think about the Western community where oh, like people are always talking, people who are like super into fitness and super into like yoga and such are always talking about food as medicine. Mm-hmm. But then again, then why is Indian food unhealthy? Because think of all the spices and stuff we're putting in there to help. Right. As medicine. Mm-hmm. So it all just seems like super contradictory to me. Yeah. Right. I agree on the, like, when I was working out like all the time. Mm-hmm. I would like come home after a workout and I mom would already be like by that time mom would mom would be finished making whatever she was making and I would just eat whatever she made. And I swear, like I felt better eating that. Than you eat your chicken and rice. Yeah. Uh, Cause like the other thing was like, you know, everybody's like, Oh, you got a meal prep, you gotta make this and that, you gotta have like it's like I don't know, it just seems like too much. And then you you know, you come home and you just eat like a good like Indian meal and you're just like wow I feel like my body's gotten everything because I feel like your body's getting things from that that your body wouldn't get from eating like yeah some super westernized meal well that's the thing it's like if you think about it most Indian food is vegetarian for yeah. the most part yeah because like back then our ancestors didn't have the money right to have or like the agriculture to have meat also, also, being Hindustani, isn't that, like, super yeah. heavy on being a vegetarian, too? Yeah, right? like, yes. also for religious reasons, you yes. know? We would just eat mostly vegetarian food, so it's, like, a lot of Indian food is already vegan. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. already, already vegan. vegan. So, once again, why are we having that misconception that it's unhealthy? Oh, my God, you're That's so right. That's so Holy true. Shit. And, it's like, if you think about it, if we're eating, if we're eating dal bath, if we're eating dal and rice, we're getting our carbs from the rice. 
But dal is all lentils. That's all it is. It's mm-hmm. just lentils. Mm-hmm. And that's so heavy in protein. Yeah. yeah. But still so low in fat because you're using lentils and water. Yeah. And like yeah. carrots, onions, garlic. Yeah, like whatever tomatoes, you choose you know? to throw in it. And there's yeah. so many different varieties of it too that... Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you not be able to eat that after a workout? Yeah, what are you I, not going to get from it? Yeah, that's my lunch on most days of the week is dal, bahat, and like just, you know, whatever side stuff mom has made. But like yeah. the, the dal and bahat, like, you know, before I, I would always be like, I have to have like meat. Like it, there always has to be chicken. And like now I'm like, you know, working a 10 hour day. And like the doing dal, like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like just some, uh, like a bunch of like a container full, like I eat a lot, like a lot of lentils over top of a lot of rice. And like, I swear, like that's like so much. It fuels you. Yeah. And it's clean fuel. Yeah. I feel like it's clean. You're not sluggish. You're not, no. Yeah. And then like, we think of things like a jar. Like we make fun of our parents yes. and a jar. Yeah. A jar season all the Pickles time. A jar season. But like, yeah, our, our parents like growing up, even still, yeah. they will like a jar season, they will dry those fruits outside yeah. in the sun for days. Fucking ever, yeah. You know, but the, and then they pickle it. Yes. But like think of how good pickled things are for gut health and fermented food. Yeah. Kombucha. How popular is that? So oh, popular. Fucking right. What is that? It's fermented. Sauerkraut. Fermented. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so we're always talking about eating all these like fermented foods for gut health. Right. Achad. Is that not pickled and fermented as well? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. This is like fascinating and frustrating yeah um okay what are some other common ones that we use is cumin what are what do we call cumin what's the hindi word for it i just don't remember i know what the words are but i don't know which one's which like cheetah is that it i think it's cheetah okay yeah okay so what's like what's the point of that i mean obviously flavor Mm -hmm. but cumin has so many benefits it's also an inflammatory anti-inflammatory and it helps with infectious diseases like bacterial fungal viral infections cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes. Like it's got all these different health benefits to it as well. Insane. I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know any of that. And then what's, um, fenny, fenugreek is a, is, methi. Methi. Yes. Methi. 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 Yeah. yeah. What about that one? Ooh, fenugreek. Okay. Yeah. So this one helps with increasing your metabolism. It controls diabetes. It helps reduce blood sugar. Probably why it helps control diabetes and it reduces heartburn. And I've actually noticed that with heartburn. Um, cause like Indian food, Generally, gives me a lot of heartburn. But I've started just, like, adding, because I just, like, bought a bunch of fenugreek. Yeah. And I keep it in the fridge, and every time I make Indian food, I just, like, end up adding that in there with the cilantro, and it's helped. Like, I've noticed a difference. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't think we actually, like, mom doesn't actually use a lot of methi, I don't think. Like, it's not as common. It isn't, no. For, like, Fiji food. I feel like it's really common for, like, within Punjabi culture. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I had it. I was making like balak paneer or something. So I had, I had methi. <laughs> paneer. Um, oh, I really want to talk about this roti thing because I didn't know yeah. about the roti thing. Yeah. So, I mean, like people always associate Indian food because we think of restaurants and Indian food and we think of like butter chicken and naan. Yeah. And naan is delicious. It's so fluffy. Yes. Yep. But it's like a yeast risen, typically white dough, like yeah. white flour dough. Yeah. But like that's not what we're eating every day. Right. We're eating roti, and roti is, like, like prior, roti was made out of, like, stone ground whole wheat flour. Yeah. And that's, like, the like that's a really pure form of a whole yeah. grain. Well, I, that makes sense because, like, that's what is going to, like, happen first, right? Like, that's what, yeah. like, when they make it, that's what it's going to be. They're not going to, like, bleach it, like, how we do now exactly. and stuff, right? Like, that's, yeah. like you said, the purest form. And so, like, roti essentially used to be super healthy. 
Right. And it still is. I mean, like, my mom still makes whole wheat roti. Yeah. If I make it at yeah. home, I'll we do mix, whole wheat roti. Oh, like, one cup whole wheat, one cup white atta. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> like, it we like that soft texture. Yeah. But yeah, totally. I mean, that's what we're eating most of the time. We're not eating fluffy nuts yeah. with a lot of, like, butter and... All that added yeah. to it. I actually remember, like, a lot of white people have asked me if, like, my mom makes naan. Mm-hmm. I don't think Do we've ever had that ever in we've this house. We've never fucking had naan in this house. Let me just put that out there yeah, right here. I'm glad you said yeah. that. And mom doesn't even know. Like, we don't know how to make it. We don't even make that. It's my not common for us. Times. I never had that shit till I went to a restaurant around here. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, we like it just as much as white people like it. As in, like, we're like, oh, my God. It's naan. a treat for yes, I don't like it that much. Mom's roti is way better. Uh, yes, 100%. But it, I it, it always is, pass the naan at an Indian restaurant. I love a fluffy, thick, carby bread. Like, Same, I'm not I, love lie. Lie. <laughs> yeah. I love a carb. I love a good carb. You know what, what it is. I mean? Yeah, so, like, if I'm going to, yeah, go to a restaurant, which I, I don't normally, like, whenever I'm, like, with friends and they want to go to, like, a brown restaurant, I'm just, like, I'm just going to go home, guys. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't fuck? fucking need to do this. But if I ever do, you know, it's, like, yeah. it's, like, yeah, butter chicken and naan because it's a treat and, like, we don't eat that all the That's fucking thing, time. Though, it's a treat. Yeah. It's like not all of our food <laughs> is made with tons of butter, tons of cream, tons of dairy. We you don't know? use, like, we as Fijians don't, don't use, use dairy. fucking cream at all. No. Like, we don't. Not we do use, all. we use, like, coconut, coconut milk. milk. Yeah. And that's it. But, and that is, like, well, we got, like, thing. roto. Like, yeah. And, like, there's a difference between, the, like, Indian food and Fijian food. Yes. Exactly. Because, like, if we think of Fijian food, we, yeah, we've got roro, which I love. Yeah. So good. So good. There's yeah, also that like, one that's, like, that oh. one is oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, same. <laughs> it's Bacolo? killing me. No, no, no. no I that's do love the, yeah. um, <laughs> Damn it! But it, that is coconut, though. Well, that was um, a good one. <laughs> oh, it's so starchy. Uh, I, I forget. I know. Right I, what's so it called? I had it when I was in Fiji with mom the last time I was there, and it was yeah. so. In- I was like, "Mom," and she's like, "Have it now because it's not going to be as good when you're at home." And no. I was like, "Fuck, you're right." And she was right. I we've had it here, and it's not as good. It can't be. There's no way it can be. No. Um, well, do you remember doing why? bobos when we were younger? Because it's... The fish it, or the... the like, all, just all, all of it, right? All of it. Yeah, right? The like fish you, is so you fresh. You have it there. Yeah, the what fish is What kind of fish do they use? Usually snapper. Yeah. There they use snapper? Yeah. 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 I haven't been there as an adult, so... Yeah. I'm totally you missing to. out. I just... I can't remember what it's called, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll this remember. is... Uh, the three of us yeah. are We eat this often, can't remember. Like, so prominent. We have that one... That Often. one's really, really good. Yeah. yeah. But do you remember being younger and doing lofos? Yeah. So we've had a couple recently. Yeah. So we or actually one. didn't really do like you guys did it and we would come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we yeah. never actually did it. Um, because we didn't have a space to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we didn't have our own yard and stuff like that. Um, but I would love to like talk, like, I would love to educate people on that. So do you want to tell us what it is? Yeah, so, like, I remember when we were younger, my dad would, like, dig that giant hole in the backyard. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a whole day affair. Yeah. Yeah, you would, like... A lot of work. Dig the hole. You would line the hole with, like, I guess it was coals and, like, rocks. And then we put sacks in there, like, yeah. know, sacks. So, traditionally, it's, like, yeah, like, the burlap or, like, whatever they had available and then, like, rocks and stuff. And then, like, because we're here and have coals, we use, we coals. use coals. Yeah. 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 Um, but then they wrap all the food in banana leaves. Mm-hmm. And that's how they cooked it. So that's like, I, I don't know if we did that, but that's like the legit way of doing it is like all in banana leaves. Because I think we did taro foil, leaves. Foil. Yeah, we have foil now. So I yeah. think we, I think, oh, we did the, um, 
the mutton thing. Yeah. Balsami. Balsami. We did the balsami yeah. in the leaves and then everything else was in foils. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like that's how they used to cook food. It was cooked underground. Yeah. And, and then did, did your dad torch the the rocks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you just use a tiger torch. You heat yeah. up the rocks. <laughs> and uh, Were you there when dad did it? Don't do this at home. Yeah. You idiots. Call one of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, so we did it like uh, last summer at Gigi's house in North Delta. We yeah. did it because um, like Gigi made like a full on like pit yes. for, for the, it's pretty sick. Cool. It is very sick. Yeah. It was an over the ground one. Yeah. And- oh, cool. Yeah. So we did, we had to like, like there was like a big pile of dirt shoveled on top of it. So it wasn't like in the ground, in the ground, but like dad full on, like they spent like, he said like something like 20 minutes, like over 20 minutes, like literally just torching rocks, yeah. the stones. So we heat up the stones and then we put them in the pit and then you put whatever that you have wrapped in the foils or the leaves. Right. So like polisami, which is mutton and taro and, leaves. And, and yeah. And then um, like dalo, what's dalo in English? Taro. Taro oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like um, cassava root. And yeah, and we also did chicken, right? Like mm-hmm. we did like, um, I think we just did like, indiv- or maybe like yeah, multiple. Yeah, like quarters. Yeah, like qu- yeah, yeah. Quarters, quarter chickens and stuff wrapped it all like, Probably all lamb, season. I think that's Yeah, we did some one. lamb, yeah. yeah, lamb for sure. And then buried it, mm-hmm. right, in the heat and then left it for like, Forever, How it feels long? like it feels like, fucking, like at least four hours, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, like depending on how like hot you got the rocks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think it can take, it can vary, but it takes hours. Like it's the equivalent of like pressure cooking or whatever. The, yeah, whatever it is. Right. It takes yeah. a while. Steam. Yeah. Whatever. So this is like a like a traditional mm-hmm. Fijian way of cooking and a traditional like like tribal way, I guess, yeah. like yeah. pre-us, pre, pre-colonization, pre pre-Indian mm-hmm. arrival. Like, yeah. and so like Indians, when they got to Fiji, sort of like co-opted it, I guess. And like now we do it. And it's actually like really cool. Cause it's we, super cool. yeah, like we, we kind of made an event out of it that day because it's so, you know, like when, when the Fijians got to, or when the Indians got to Fiji, rather, and, you know, started mixing in with the tribal culture that already existed there, um, it sort of created what we like to call, like, this subculture, mm-hmm. right? And so we really do, like, identify as Fijians specifically, not Indian, yeah, right? Because we have our own identity. And so I remember when, when we decided that we were going to do this, I messaged everyone. I was like, okay, guys, this is, like, legit Fijian. We're, like, putting the chitai on the chitai is a straw mat um, on the, um, on the on the floor in the back or on the ground in the backyard and we're like hanging out all day and we have to all wear sulus like it was a whole thing yeah yeah but like if you think about it there's so many things that like we eat as Fijians that you wouldn't classify as like traditional Indian food yeah like, like nakay nakay like that's not something you're gonna walk into like, an Indian like, restaurant like, and nake. find. <laughs> It's curry. Yeah, that's like this dry like, curry of like clams, unshe- yeah. like shelled clams. Yeah, it doesn't or need like, to be curry. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need Listen, to be cooked or I anything. I used to love that. You d- yeah, I, I know. Loved, yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know. It's just so. Like, I think. I now mean, I can't I, even have shellfish. So like. <laughs> I don't hate it, but it's just like the text, like the chew. It just takes forever. It does. Your jaw hurts. Yeah. Yeah. That for sure. Um, also, like nitli. 
Oh yeah, Nitley. Like Nitley and all that stuff. You like, had Nitley like a little while yeah, ago. Yeah, we, we were in Edmonton, I think, right? We yeah. had it in Edmonton. And like Nitley's just like yeah. little tiny the little fish. It was made. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, fish, yeah. I got force fed that. <laughs> and but like, that's the thing. It's like that stuff you wouldn't walk into a restaurant and find. Yeah. yeah. Well, like every few weeks, like mom, will, especially in the summer, I guess, mom will like fry fish, right? Which yeah. I guess essentially is like sort of like fish pagoda, but not because it's way more flavorful, I would say. It's like delicious. It's not like... Like, it's not like fish pagoda that you would get in the Indian restaurants here. No. It's, like, very specific to Fijians. Mm-hmm. Even the way it's cooked is very specific. It is. It doesn't taste the same unless you use that loha chula, right? right? No, I was going like, to say, right. yeah. right. like, it's not I legit if it's you not cooked You have to fry like outside that. on the chula. Yeah, yeah. and he, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is, but you can... Because you need real different. agi. You need yeah, agi. You need you that fire. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then whatever metal that shit is made out of, I think like it leaches into like the iron, Probably, you know, yeah. kind of like a Probably, cast iron. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. You can. You just, and then you the just years know. of cooking in that pot have just given, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, every right. house has a different smell. Because when we cooked it there that day, I'm like, like this smells different. Sure. Yeah. Than and like every at house home. I think uses like a different marinade for that fish too, though. Yeah, it's gonna be a little different yeah. every single time. Yeah. Fuck Island that style. Everything's different. Yes. Right? Like cause yeah. village by village it changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then village by village, you go to house to house and it's different to house to I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like I've never been there, but it seems like it's that way. No, it you is. just listen yeah. to everybody talking mm-hmm. and you're just like, huh. It seems like I could get the same thing, but different if I go to, yeah. you know, and it's like that mm-hmm. here too. Like but your like, mom's curry is different than my mom's yeah. curry. Yeah, 100%. And, and like Fijian curry is so different from like, yes. we don't have korma. We don't have butter chicken, yeah. you know, uh, we're not eating that. No, no. That's the thing. Like our gravies are more water-based as yes. opposed to being more cream-based. Cream-based yes, Or like nut-based because a lot of like kormas and stuff are nut-based. Right. But like we don't, we didn't have that. Ours are all water based. Like when I make chicken curry, it's water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you just like dump in like a ton of masala and whatever, and then like add the bani yeah. to make exactly. the surah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hope y'all understood that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like we grew up eating a whole different type of Indian food. Yeah, which is why when that like misconception came around that Indian food isn't healthy, I was like, but it is. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm eating bhaji roti after a workout, I'm getting my carbs, I'm getting my protein, I'm getting my iron. Yeah. You're eating yeah. spinach and, like, what's not healthy about eating exactly. spinach? Yeah. yeah. You're saying Popeye can do it, but it's different if I yeah. do it? Yeah. No kidding, mm. right? Interesting. Yeah. It was just something I had to, like, really, like, sit down and be like, oh, okay, post-workout, this is still fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, completely just, like, eliminate that idea of, what I ate growing up and, like, what my family ate and, like, what my ancestors ate growing mm-hmm. up isn't unhealthy. No. Like, retraining my brain that, like, there should be no guilt about eating Indian food. I remember, like, getting mad at my mom being like, no, I'm trying to eat healthy. Like, why are you making this? And yeah. It's like, no, actually, it's fine. I can just eat that. Yeah. 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 And I think, like, especially now, too, because they're also, like, older and, like, kind of making their own modifications and stuff. Like, there is more, like, some awareness. Like, mom definitely uses a lot less thill. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, a lot less oil. Um, mom herself eats a lot less meat. 
mm-hmm. like barely any. Yeah. She will make lamb, but like not eat it. She'll just give it to the rest of us. Yeah. But she like won't eat it because it's uh, high, in high in fat. Like we haven't had din mutton in our house for forever. Oh, because I love din mutton. I know. Oh the other I day, eat that all the time. Any like, of the tins, man. Tins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even <laughs> eat meat anymore. But the other night at like 11.30 p.m. I like messaged my sisters and I was like, I have the worst craving for like din mutton surwa bath. <laughs> they were like, ew. <laughs> Dude, I, listen, I feel you. I, I don't feel know, you. Like, where do I even buy din mutton? <laughs> you know what's funny is like, hey, like funny little story. In the tin? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you it have only to comes go in the tin. To... It only comes in the tin. No, I thought you meant cooked already. No, you can go to, uh, there's the some stores in on Fraser Street. Like, if you can't get to North Delta or whatever stores, or if those stores are closed on Fraser Street at 45th and Fraser, there's like this like random. There's like an African store. No, it's it's like you know one of those Fraser Street. Like you could go there and get like a five hundred dollar cooking set, or like you know. A it's bag one of those of like meat. Okay, there it's for like, like those like meat video shops. Kind of, but it's <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. But this one's open late. Shout out to Misha Video, RIP. <laughs> this, this, it's not. It's uh, it's not just uh, Indian sure. stuff too. It, because it's like it's everything. Free. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's in that same style, right? That we're all so accustomed to. Um, but it's open late. That's the thing. Oh, so okay. Can, yeah, like, because all those North Delta stores close at, like, 5. You can't yeah, fucking get, no fucking like, shit. Yeah. You got to go to, like, obscure places. And then in this same store, they already have pre-packaged, like... Tin mutton? Oh, like... Well, not tin mutton, <laughs> but... Chill on the mutton, girl. No, like, uh, like, like dolls and stuff, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so Basically, yeah, yeah. MRE versions of Indian oh, food. Wow. I guess some Indian military, this is what they eat, like... Yeah. <laughs> MREs I, of the, but yeah, you could just like heat it up, dump it on some rice, and just like boom. I live walking distance from Fruity Canna. It's yeah, it's honestly, like so. There's more. Yeah. There's more like Fruity Canas. Like Fruity Canna is on the come up in the Lower Mainland. Just want to say cheap. that. Yeah, it's cheap. Produce is cheap there. Produce is cheap, and like they really do have everything. Like they had one. In, there was one in in Poco when I was out there, and so we would go there and like get stuff because it was like the only place really in that area mm-hmm. to like get the stuff that we needed. Um, also. Oh, I was going to say that when I remember when I moved out and I would like call mom and dad from Superstore and be like, is this too much for Din Martin? Because they Superstore has, you know, in the in the oh, Asian yeah. aisle or whatever, they have some stuff. Yeah. Right. And so they have like some of the Din fishes and the muttons and stuff. And I would be like. How much is this supposed to be? And I would like send pics in our like family group chat and they'd be like, no, don't buy that. It's too expensive. Or there's some at home. Just pick it up next time you're here. It's way cheaper. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like when I was living in Newfoundland, if I wanted to make Indian food, it was almost impossible. Yeah. $9,000 a meal? Yeah. Well, like, we had Indian restaurants and like they were good, but like sometimes, you know, you want like, but they were like traditional Indian food like that you would expect from a restaurant. Right. Sometimes I wanted Fijian food. Yeah. And, like, trying yeah. to find ingredients to cook it was just, like, impossible. I remember when I was in PEI, though, my parents would, they every time I came home to visit, they would fill a cooler of, like, prepackaged oh meals. Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, it was, like, pasta and soup. But, I like, my dad made a giant thing of lamb tercari. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. Oh, man. And, like, I would save those ones for, like, the days I was really homesick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know what? I don't, I'm thinking about it right now. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I'd eat them all. 
I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't so be fast. able to. I wouldn't be able to like move to it's all the way. It was there. hard. Yeah, I don't think, think I could do that. I would come home and like only want Indian food. I remember like calling my dad, being like, "How do I make kitchiri?" Because sometimes you just want yeah. something so comforting. Yeah. Yeah, and kitchiri like, is a total yeah. comfort food. Oh, kitchiri is my favorite food. Yes, yeah, I that love was kitchiri. Like my like sick food when I whenever I was sick, that's what mom yeah. would make. Yeah, I, mean, I know that. Kitchiri <laughs> and once a week still. Kitchiri and pakao tomato chutney. Oh man, that was Rita and Pa. Fucking full send it. All right, here we go. Honestly, For I all have- you white people, she said <laughs> cooked tomato chutney. Yeah, and then, all right, which is yeah. really fucking good, yeah. man. And then I like tasted in my mouth already. I know, right? right? You eat it with rice and you mix it with Rita, yes. which is like oh, the yogurt God, so dip. So good. Yeah. And then kitchiri is like, it's like. It's, rice and dal. This is the thing, though. I like, feel like every culture has a version of kitchiri. Because, yeah, like, like kanji. Kanji, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. basically Indian kanji. Yeah. It's lentils. Risotto, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> We've all got our version yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I, I never made that connection, actually. Yeah. I love that. Everyone's, That's awesome. And it's like, it's everyone's comfort meal. Like, Italians, like risotto. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they also have pastina, which is, like, really watered down small pasta. Mm. And it's everyone's comfort food for when they're sick. Mm. Interesting. We're more alike than we think. Exactly. Interesting. Well, I mean, if you talk about where pasta came from, the Chinese. Yeah, it's a noodle. Yeah. And then the Italians perfected it. So like, then like, you know, Chinese Indian food. Yeah. There are restaurants here. I do love green lettuce though. Come on. Like green (laughs) lettuce. Oh my God. Like a chili pepper house in Langley, like by Willowbrook any place that's South Indian. And that's the other thing is like hard to explain to people is like, no, I don't want to fucking go to an Indian place. I want to go to a South Indian place specifically like Malaysian, Singapore, Mm -hmm. like places like that, because we identify with that more. Right. And I've been to Malaysia twice um, and Thailand. And I can say with confidence that like I was able to go to places to eat where I got like what was way closer to like our cooking to mom's cooking right because like we don't go here and find like our food we just don't right yeah there's a couple places that are like you know like the south indian fusion of like a bunch of places dosa house yes there we go yeah and there is on Hastings, a place called Luxa King that I've yeah. yet to hit up. But Luxa uh, is oh my god, so good. Yeah. So, so good. I mean, There's, you might be able to get close mm-hmm. with our kind of food if you go there. Yeah, yeah. But I remember like well, like banana leaf. Banana leaf. And, yeah, I was gonna that. Yeah, yeah. take yeah. me to a banana leaf yeah. any day. There's a place in Port Moody called Caramba, which is pretty oh. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was like, <laughs> I, Hi, yeah, yeah, I don't know why it's called that, but it's like at Caramba with a K and it's like pretty fucking awesome. I remember when I was in PEI, I was working at a hotel there and one of my coworkers, his dad was from Trinidad. Yeah. And I remember one day he was just like, can you just like, please make some like jana roti? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> they, like Trinis love jana. But that's the thing. It's like, we had so many similarities yeah. into like, in the food that we ate growing up. And then over times he's like, can you just make some like chicken curry? Yeah. And like, but they eat the same type of food that we ate growing 100%. up. 100%. Yeah. I recently just had some Trini uh, chicken curry and roti and mm-hmm. it was very clearly not Fijian, right? Like I could, you, yes. you can tell, yeah. like we'd all be able to tell, but it was so like, similar. oh my God, it was like the exact same, but not for sure. Yeah. Like it was incredible. And I was like, man, it's really cool how like we, we identify 
more with folks that are like from the diaspora than like actual Indians Mm -hmm. themselves and India itself just because whatever happened and like our cultures are similar, our food is similar. Yeah. Right? Like it's very fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we just, that's something that I really like want, like that I really try to like impress upon people is that it's like, sure, there's Indian ancestry, but like the identifying with like Indian culture specifically is not really there because Indian diasporas have their own identities that are like way more similar to each other, even though they're so far apart, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you think of like, you know, the Caribbean and then the South Pacific, like nowhere near each other, but super, super similar. So similar. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are we... Uh... Yeah, I feel like, is there anything else you feel like you want to... <sighs> Are we going to talk there? some more food here, May? Not really. I think we touched on, like, a lot of things. Just, like, yeah, yeah, it's better for you than you think it is. Way better for you. Way better for you. And, like, that's the stuff we grew up eating. That's what our bodies are used to. That's, you know, that's what comforts us. Yeah. 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 I've also learned that uh, and realized that we actually have, like, really strong, like, stomachs, too. Oh, yeah. And I I didn't, to me, it's just, like, uh, normal. But, like, being out there in the world, it's made me realize that, like, we have either really strong stomachs or everyone else just has a really weak stomach. But I think it's just. I think it's, it's just, a both thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I think, think people grew up eating too many processed foods and now they're all, you know, got all, all these made up hypochondriac <laughs> diseases. <laughs> Yeah. And then they turn around and go, your Indian food is fatty. And it's like, well, how come I don't have yeah. to, like, yeah. fucking... I don't know, take 900 pills yeah. right now. How come my mom looks like she's 30 and your mom yeah. looks like she's fucking falling apart? That, like, that shit right there. Get, yeah. like, get fucked, buddy. Just like, being real. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, hmm. Right, yeah. okay, yeah. Your cami like cream is better than my just coconut oil that my mm-hmm. mom has just been drenching me with since I was... Well, that's the other thing too, right? Is like the like getting made fun of for like smelling like coconut oil or like having greasy hair because oh, it's in hair. your hair and now everyone's fucking doing Oiling it. And I'm like, your Bitch. scalp is so cool now. And I'm like, I've been using that amla oil since I was a kid. Yeah, like, kid. Or like all this? of the, and like, I like, I really shouldn't be like shitting on this too much just because like I use it myself, but <laughs> anything that has turmeric, first of all, when white people want to be like, it's turmeric. Turmeric. It said like turmeric. No, You're it's supposed turmeric. to pronounce the R. And I'm like, bitch, whatever. It's actually hardy, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like any beauty product that has turmeric in it is like, oh my God, like this is like the pinnacle of a beauty product. Like it's incredible. And yeah, it is. But like, again, Indians have been putting turmeric on their skin. Think for of, fucking centuries. Think of weddings. And like, what do we do right exactly, before a wedding yeah, for a bride? It's a beautification process. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, okay, you don't have to actually put it in this like fucking serum that's a million dollars and use it. You can like- it, You can pro- literally just make a mask. You'd probably just be better off making a paste and putting it on your fucking skin. Yeah. Like just do that. Exactly. But they don't know. But what the Western culture co-ops and appropriates is- what's out there and that that's what people know right exactly and it's up to us to be like well actually here we are here we yeah. are we've been doing it's it like, for ages so you didn't invent that you know i've yeah. been drinking moon milk latte since i was three yeah. <laughs> yeah actually i know this doesn't really have much to do with what we're talking about 
But to add to like this culture of like, oh, like I co-opted it so it's better. Like I recently was learning the history of uh, motorcycles in America. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the V-twin engine was already a thing in Europe. And the Americans were just like, hey, look at this like thing. I'm just going to like appropriate it. And now, you know, here we are with the... Now it's theirs. You know, yeah. 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 I was theirs. just like, so wait a minute. <laughs> I've been led to believe that this was invented by Harley Davidson and you're telling me this was a thing in Europe before? It's like I grew up thinking that Henry Ford invented the car, but I didn't actually know that the car was invented a long fucking time ago in Europe. Like, I don't know what it is with this like, hey, man, like I found this thing called quinoa. and like it's really good for you and it's like okay fuck like you know there's just this like got this thing called ghee which I've been putting in my coffee because it's better for me you should just wear all your clothes out of hemp it's fucking better okay cool sweet Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) sweet so good Mm. Uh, I'm just you're fucking all American culture is a sham boys and girls <laughs> there, well, the truth is, is that there is no culture, right? Yeah. We've all borrowed no from each other. Y'all stole that from everybody else. Everybody going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you know really funny, actually? Uh, um, so, <laughs> you know how there's that game, Taboo? Mm-hmm. So I work at Shopify, and I was talking to a merchant, and she had come up with her own Indian version of it. Okay. Because she wanted to be, bring, like, cultures together. Because, you know, we have, like, family gatherings. Totally. The men sit in one room. The women sit in another. The kids are off doing their own thing. Yeah. So she created this game, her own Indian version of Taboo, to bring everyone closer together. Okay. And I purchased it. And, oh, man, this... Oh, it makes me laugh so hard. The cards are so funny. It's, like... Just so relatable. So relatable. It kills me. Like, the cards are, like, Govinda and, like, Bollywood and, like, Hindi oh songs and, like, Bollywood movies and, like, Roti and See, Nagona. Like, and we things. need that. Yeah. Like, we need that shit because, like, we don't have... Yeah, like, at a family gathering, it's exactly what you said. Yeah. Everyone's just off doing their own fucking thing. And then you think of, like... Like, white people, like, actually, like, get together and play games and hang out with each other we, and, like, yeah. stuff like that. And, like, we need our version of that mm-hmm. so we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Such a fucking cool. smart idea. That oh, my God. Like fun, we should play one day. It's really fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll fucking play yeah. it. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It's at my parents' <laughs> house right now. Okay, well, thank you so much for being here today. This has been enlightening for me, for sure. I really appreciate your time and your smarts. Yeah, it's nice to hear it from what I like to call the horse's mouth. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like third, like secondhand knowledge or whatever from like, you know, this whole time I thought white people were right. Oh, fuck, I guess you're right. Like oily Indian food does suck, but like, man, y'all brainwash everybody. And mm-hmm. with every fucking, uh, anyways, thank you for like clearing this up for everybody. It's useful information. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks for having yeah. me. Lovely. It was a good time. Yeah. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds here real quick or however long. I don't know. Take as long as you want. But just tell us what you're up to, what you're going to be up to, what you got working on right now and uh, what uh, what to look out for. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking a little break from being a pastry chef right now. The restaurant industry is a little messy post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just taking time to focus on another project, which is in the works right now. Hopefully... 
I can talk about it more. Can't wait. <laughs> Hope I can talk about it more like earlier next year. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm working on another really cool project right now. Um, besides that, I'm just working my regular nine to five full time job and then just like working, falling in love with pastry all over again in my own free time. Nice. Aside from the restaurant industry. Yeah. You yeah. like bake and pickle stuff and make jam a lot. Yeah. Like, we have like so much jam upstairs still. Actually, I think we, <laughs> I think there's some of the quince one is left. Oh, I can give you some more. It's all good. There's tons. Yeah. yeah you've posted a lot of this uh, stuff on your Instagram. Right. Actually, mm. tell us what your Instagram has. Yeah, tell us where to find you. It's just uh, my name. It's just Priscilla Dio. Do you want to spell that? Because there's multiple spell spellings. Yeah, my dad forgot the S in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's P-R-I-C-I-L-L-A-D-E-O. That's my Instagram handle. Boom. Feel free to follow me. I do share a lot of a lot of food stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me, guys. Thanks for coming. As always, thank you all so much for being here. We are No Ties1879. Please go follow us on Instagram at No Ties1879 Podcast. We're available on all the platforms, guys. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. If you connected with our words today, please share this episode with your friends. We're learning and growing with you. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. How many stars? Five. Five only, guys. And review. So rate five stars and review. <laughs> please feel free to reach out uh, via Instagram DM or tap that contact and email us questions, feedback, episode suggestions, whatever you want. I am at Angeline K. And I am at Ash Neil Prakash. Please follow us and like and comment and share our stuff because, you know, we're cool. We and best. make sure you follow our podcast Instagram and do the same, man. We want to hear from you. I would like to make more of a thing of hearing from our listeners. So, uh, you know, holler at your boy. Okay, talk to you guys later. Have a good one and take care of each other. Bula. Bula.